So the AMC CEO, Adam Aaron, sells nearly $25 million in shares. So I guess this ape is not staying strong in this uh, whole movement. So AMC Entertainment CEO Adam Aaron has sold 625,000 shares in the company worth approximately $25 million, according to a Wednesday filing with federal regulators. That's just half the shares he plans to sell over the coming days, weeks, and months. According to the filing, the total market value of the shares sold could rise beyond $50 million. Now, here's the thing that you got to ask yourself, right? One, why is he doing this? Two, if you were in the same position as him, would you do the same thing to pocket basically $50 million? So even though the sale, which Aaron said was for estate planning purposes, had been telegraphed in August, the disclosure of the sale still sent shares lower Wednesday. They fell 4% during normal hours trading and another 3% in after hours trading. And on Thursday, AMC stock rebounded, erasing some of the previous day's losses. And by afternoon trade, the stock was up around 3.6% to trade at $39.68 per share. So Aaron's stock sale is part of an estate planning process according to the filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Wednesday's chunk marks half of what Aaron eventually plans to sell ahead of his 67th birthday next year. And Aaron told investors last August, he reiterated the plan on the firm's third quarter earnings call Monday. So under the plan, Aaron will sell 1.25 million shares over a period of coming days, weeks, and months. And Monday's filing said Aaron already had dumped half of that stake by late Tuesday. So Aaron said he will still hold more than 2 million shares even after the sales are complete. So the CEO told investors on the earnings call earlier this week, on our last call, I also pointed out to you that in September of 2021, I would turn 67 years of age, a youthful, vibrant, vigorous, full of life 67, I might add, but 67 nonetheless. He continued, prudent estate planning suggests I should diversify my assets a bit, especially with Congress having been discussing imposing potentially soaring capital gains tax rates and significant changes to what can be passed on to one's heirs. Now, here's the thing, right? In the grand scheme of things, this is not surprising. One, he basically uh, foreshadowed or basically point blank told people like, hey, I am going to share a large portion of my shares around this time, right? And he gave another warning as well. And he's like, hey, I'm getting older, still alive, but I'm getting older. And because of all the policy changes that might be coming, which will be horrendous by Biden, basically, in terms of finances, this is the smartest decision for him and his family. So that's something to really keep in mind, right? Anytime it deals with finances, specifically personal finance, you have to understand everybody's situation is personal, aka personal finance, right? What might be right for him may not be right for someone who is working a nine to five job 
at like a grocery store, right? So you got to really understand that. Like personal finance is all about your personal situation. Now that being said, everyone can basically follow a pretty much fundamental personal finance basically uh, strategy, but everyone deals with different things in their life. So the boss of the world's largest movie theater chain added that during his almost six years with AMC, he had never sold any of his stock except for the 500,000 shares he gifted to his adult children. Now, that is actually pretty amazing when you really think about it, right? To basically get millions of dollars worth of stock and not sell any of it for six years is amazing, right? But that also means that basically his finances was basically already set up in a way to where he didn't really ever have to worry about selling the shares. So if you do the math, you will see that with this much current and future ownership of AMC, I have an enormous personal stake in the future of our company, of your company, of AMC Entertainment, he said. I fervently believe in AMC and my interests are very much aligned with our broad shareholder base to care very much about the value of your ongoing investment and my ongoing investment in AMC Entertainment stock. So shares of AMC have soared more than 1,700% this year, lifted by this year's meme stock craze. Which, you know, when you really think about it, when you compare this to like some cryptocurrencies like Shiba Inu, which like rose like, I don't know, like 7 million or something, right? Percent? <laughs> 1,700% looks like nothing. That's what's so crazy, Right? So the movie theater chain was devastated by the pandemic and nearly fought off bankruptcy in late 2020, but a surge in the stock allowed the company to gain nearly $2 billion in liquidity as it waited for the box office to rebrand. During the third quarter, AMC narrowed its net loss to $224.2 million, or $0.44 a share, compared with a year-ago loss of $905.8 million, or $8.41 a share, and revenue rose to $763.2 million from $119.5 million last year, as moviegoers have slowly returned to the cinema. Now again... I think this is actually an extremely wise decision on his part, right? Because one, he could still pocket money from this whole meme stock fiasco in some way, right? Two, due to the unknown circumstances in terms of wealth taxes that might come, it's better for him and even other people that want to basically give away their shares or give away assets that they own or some sort of money to their offspring to do that probably sooner than later, right? Just to save more money, make sure everything's set up in a way where your estate, your descendants are set up in a wise way, right? Because who knows? Who knows what's going to end up happening in these next basically three years where 
Maybe there's going to be like a wealth tax of like 50%, something crazy, right? Maybe there's going to be a crazy tax, like capital tax rate of, again, 50% or more. Like who knows what's going to happen in terms of taxes? Who knows what's going to happen in terms of taxing money that you're giving to your descendants? Because it's already set up in a way where it's pretty hard for people who have made like a business or made a lot of money to give all that money to their descendants. They tend to get taxed extremely hard. And a good example of this, right? I believe under the like tax system right now, let's say that a dad or mother, right, were to build up a farm business of like $10 million, right? It's worth $10 million, right? And they pass away. But in the will, it's basically said to like be given to the descendants, right? Well, the descendants are going to have to pay taxes on that $10 million worth of farm business, right? Like how much it's actually worth. But of course, they most likely probably don't have the money to pay the taxes on it to transfer the ownership. And thus, they're probably going to have to sell that business, that family-ran business, so that they could even just pay the taxes that are going to come due, right? Meaning they have to sell the family business to pay taxes just so that they don't end up getting in trouble with the IRS, right? Like that's how crazy it could potentially be. So I think it's a lot smarter to try to get all of your estate planning done while you're alive and honestly it's probably better to transfer money or assets while you are still alive right just to make it a lot simpler and that if you are going to transfer money to someone you could end up basically footing the bill another example of this which is not necessarily the exact same thing but fits this whole kind of system in terms of like wealth transfership if you know the YouTuber Mr. Beast, right? I believe no one who ends up actually winning any of the money or prizes that he gives them pays any tax pays any taxes on it because he fronts the bill, right? I believe I remember listening to something where they were actually talking about it where him, his company foots all the bills right? They pay all the bills. They pay all the taxes. So the person who ends up winning whatever item, they don't end up basically getting bankrupt just trying to get the item, right? So for example, if you were to win like a $300,000 Lamborghini, right? If you got to pay taxes on that and you're making minimum wage, guess what? You're not going to be able to do it. You're going to be forced to sell that vehicle and pay the taxes on it, right? On that sale. That's what you're going to have to do because you can't afford to actually take that car because you're going to have to pay the taxes on it. Because it's basically like real income for you for winning that because it's like a, like the whole like kind of like game show type of situation in terms of taxes is insane, right? But the way he does it is basically he fronts the bill to transfer the wealth to another person, right? So that person who's receiving that asset or whatever item or money doesn't have any costs on their end and so this could be a very good way to transfer your wealth to your descendants so that your descendants don't have to foot the bill 
right? So that they are not responsible for the bill. So it'd be very interesting to see what ends up happening. But really think about it. Like if you're wanting to transfer wealth to your descendants, maybe do that while you're still alive. And if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.